You're listening to the G-Force Podcast, presented by Burke Brokerage Real Estate. Welcome to the Burke Brokerage G-Force Podcast. We like to use our podcast as a resource for our listeners to bring them timely, relevant news and information about our community. Our guests include business owners, community leaders, our business partners, and everyday citizens. And today we have Trey Babin, who is the newly elected president of the Lakeview Civic Improvement Association. Hey, good morning, Trey. I'm Debbie Lewis, Lakeview resident. I work here at uh, Burke Brokerage, uh, side by side with Gigi. Since we've just met, tell me a little bit about yourself. Good morning and thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Trey Babin. Uh, I'm an attorney. I've uh, been living here in Lakeview for 20 years now. I've been involved with LCIA for the past uh, seven years. Uh, been a board member. Um, my wife Lisa and I live here with two children. I have a daughter that's a freshman at LSU and a son who is a sophomore at Jesuit. And we're just very interested in the community and doing whatever we can to, to help out. Well, can you tell us, um for people who might not know exactly what LCIA is and um, and what it does. Simple answer is we try to provide a voice for the residents and the businesses in, in the community. And we strive to improve the quality of life in our community. And the, the way we do that is uh, we do that through general meetings. Um, we have, uh, I think we'll get into that. We talk about zoning meetings that we provide for the, the public and the residents. Uh, we also have events throughout the year that I think we'll talk about. Um, but basically what we're here for is to try to be a voice for the residents and the businesses. So tell us some of the things that are coming up this spring and this year with Lakeview Civic. Well, we have our general meetings are um, the Saturday, the third Saturday of the month, every other month. So they're in March, May, July, September, and November. They're located at St. Dominic's Gym, usually, uh, 9.30 on a Saturday morning. And um, what we do at these, it's a great source of information to find out what's going on in Lakeview. Um, we address uh, crime reports, what's happening uh, with the crime situation. We have the, the local uh, officials from the 3rd District come and give a report. We hear from local officials, usually uh, our councilman Joe Jerusso is there. Uh, Representative Stephanie Hilferty, uh is at all the meetings. They give an updated, kind of a legislative update as to what's going on. Another great source of information. <clears throat> Around election time, we have uh, numerous candidates that come in, um, talk at the meeting for, for a few minutes, and it gives the residents a chance to either ask them questions or find out what, what their stances are on certain positions. Um, sometimes we may have energy or sewage and water board that'll come and, and and do a presentation on what's going on with with their situation at that time um but again it's just a great source of information and those are the general meetings and then we have zoning meetings the zoning meetings are the last friday of every month at gulf coast bank here on harrison avenue on the second floor um, and these are can be anywhere from a multi-million dollar project to questions about I just want to build a fence and what are the regulations? How far can I build it and, and what have you? And we have a, a zoning committee that's there to answer any questions you may have. Uh, there's audience participation that may ask questions for any project developers or anything. So anybody can go to those meetings. Everyone's invited. Everyone can come. Um, 
Now, we're merely um, an advisory committee, and we don't have any enforcement ability, but and that's only the city's job to do that. But we, we hope to have some influence over um, the decisions of City Hall, um, not always, but, but as much as we can. Yeah, I've been to some of those zoning meetings, <clears throat> and I think what comes up is aesthetics for the residents that surround the commercial corridor Absolutely. and making sure that they're protected too, that their interests are represented, at least spoken to. Exactly. It provides a forum to do that. And, and we all, you know, we're conscious that there is a, a certain balance that has to take place between right. commercial development. And that's the best thing is open communication. Sometimes when you send a letter and or post something online, it's not as personal. Right. And and people tend to it, it maybe doesn't start things off on the right foot. Right. It's always good to come out, I think, and to the zoning meeting and lay lay your plans out, listen right. to commentary. Maybe you can make changes, maybe not, and and kind of work together and get the project moving forward. Well, that's great information because I know that they have the labor group and they do a lot with the business owners and trying to help business owners come to Lakeview and sort of open arms, but giving them some guidance as to how to develop. What about any kind of social activities or social events that would be sponsored yeah. by LCIA? Yeah, social events. A lot of people have probably been to it. We have an event called the Harrison Avenue Marketplace. It's on the second Wednesday of in, in the fall months and in the spring months. So it's the second Wednesday of March, April, May, and then the second Wednesday of September, October, and November. And then in addition to that, uh, on in June, we have what we've started two years now, and we're on our third year now, which is the Harris Avenue Stroll. It's uh, primarily an adult event um, with, with great specials and bars, for the bars, the restaurants, the retail shops. Um, they usually give out um, some wine and maybe some food and and have some discounts for 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 those who attend it's very well attended and it's picking up a lot of uh, momentum and we're looking forward to to keeping that going uh, this year but i think it's a real boost to the retail community um at that area and in addition to harrison avenue stroll we also have the holidays on harrison which is kind of a harrison avenue marketplace with a holiday theme um, it's in first week of December, and the highlight is the local school choirs perform on stage uh, a number of um, uh, of carols, and we have arts and crafts for the kids and things that they can make you know little presents and things for 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 their family. Uh, it's very well attended again, and it's been around a long time. We look forward to having that, and then probably the third largest event that we do is the family picnic, and this year we do it late October, early November. Uh, luckily, on the calendar this year, it falls on Halloween, so That's it's a great day. It's a Saturday. I uh, want everybody to come out. Hopefully, we'll have good weather. We have costume contests. We have a DJ. We have snowballs, pony rides, inflatables. But that's that's the family picnic. So so we have things, and, and every now and then we'll have other events that's you know posted on the um, on the website. Well, tell us a little bit about the the <clears throat> playground where that event is. I know that you were part of the recreation committee. Yes, yes, it's at. I failed to mention that. Thanks for bringing that up. It, it's at Florida Lee Park. You know, I, it's really a, a Lakeview treasure in my opinion. Uh, when I got started about seven years ago, uh, we we looked at the park and it needed some improvements. And 
we reached out to a local group um, who was looking to connect with with a LCIA and do some kind of project. And we thought this would be a perfect project for them. It was a construction company. And what they did, they came in and they re-blacktopped the basketball courts. They changed the goals and the rims. They repainted the courts. They really did a lot of improvements. They put up a fence. They installed picnic benches. And it really was a big improvement. We were able to to kind of feed off of that and get a big group of, of residents to come volunteer. And we did a big cleanup at the park, uh, trimmed a lot of the trees, uh, the branches that were low hanging. So now you could see really from one end of the park to the other. Uh, that's a very big safety concern, especially at night and things like that. And then the city kind of chipped in and I didn't mention this earlier. They had a grant for uh, playground equipment. So when they came in, it kind of followed into that and we worked with the city. We kind of had some input on the design and and how that would be implemented. We got feedback from the neighbors, what they would like to see possibly. And it really was turned out to be a really good project. And again, that's one that we would monitor and make sure it went through. And, um, and now we have a really, really great place to bring the kids in Lakeview. You know, what's amazing about this story is that Lakeview was so devastated after Katrina And I remember being at Ground Zero and people just didn't know what to do. And Lakeview Civic, the organization, basically organized everybody, gave us a plan, made us feel comfortable with coming back. I mean, we were just all running around like, you know, chickens with our heads cut off and no one had, you know, a a strong enough voice. But Lakeview Civic, because of the power of numbers and the organization that was already there that came back running and stepped up, that we... We're able to get people to even start donating to light. Lighting Lakeview was a project that was started by Lakeview Civic. It's amazing how you can, when you get volunteers and some donations from a community that believe in something, how you can go get public money and yeah. bonds and so forth. It, it, it really is. It, it's unbelievable what you can do with, with the group of people that really want to get something done. And that's one thing that, you know, I'm not here to, to, to push membership, but we invite everybody who wants to be a member. And one step beyond that, please, you know, if you want to join one of our committees, we can definitely use the help. I learned a lot by being on a lot of those committees. I went through a bunch of them and learned yeah. so much and still am learning. Um, how many people do you have as members? Do you know? Um, I want to say we're right under a thousand and how many residents are there in Lakeview? <clears throat> 7,000, 7, approximately. Sometimes people ask, what can I get? What do I get out of LCIA? You know, you get the newsletter, which is a great piece of information and, and, and um, of what's going on in the neighborhood. You get discounts here and there, of course. But, you know, you, you get to be part of a community that I think is the, the, the number one neighborhood in the city in the metro area. And you get a voice and an input in that. And that's what we need from everybody. The more people, the louder the voice. Yeah, when you have a big neighborhood like that and you don't have organization, you really don't have any power. And so just the fact that we get the newsletter and the email blast, it keeps us engaged with the community. So my last question for you would be, how can we continue to keep the community engaged, like on city issues, for instance? Well, that's a great question. Um, You know, one topic that that I'm going to touch on, and I know it's 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 a hot topic. is is the crime issue, and um, you know one thing that we had discussed is after Katrina, you had a program that we put together called 
where individuals were known as block captains and they were able to disseminate information to other members on their block. We're thinking about a, putting into place something like that similar to to the block captain program where it would um, it would be focused more on crime rather than the blight in the coming back. And some of the options or ideas would be that we would find out what individuals, if they're voluntarily willing to to approve that their crime cameras would be uh, on their houses, could be tied into the NOPD's um, system, then I think that would be a very, very effective way. And we've talked to the LCPD and the third district, and they agree that the crime cameras is a great way are a great way to fight the crime issue that's going on right now. So uh, between that and having the communication with your neighbors, um, it could be something going very, very strong going forward. And the other thing would be uh, you had mentioned the business alliances and things of that nature. Of you know, we really need to maybe emphasize more on the the business structure of 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 Lakeview. And if we can join, you know, some projects with local business alliances, that would be very helpful too. I think the idea of having, you know, if you break it down to as simple as a, a one person on the block who's in charge of communicating to their neighbors, Absolutely. it might be 10 or 12 or 15 people. When you break it down to that small a group, it's not as overwhelming as thinking, oh, well, I have to get this message out to the 7,000 residents of Lakeview. True. If I have to just get it out to 10 or 15 people uh-huh. that are closest to me. And they can all look and at they can all look at, And then they yeah. can, you know. You know, block by block or street by street, it makes it seem like a very effective way to get information out to people. Absolutely. I'd mentioned that, you know, if we were able to break Lakeview up into certain zones, say 10 or 12 zones, and each zone had their own lead captain, so to say, mm-hmm. with with other people yeah. below them, yeah. you know, then somebody, whether it's the police or or LCPD or LCIA, could possibly send out the information, a single text, yeah. to those leads and then the leads would send that out and it would kind of go down the the line until every neighbor would hopefully get it. I do think you'd be a hero if you got that working because people are all over the place and they're getting so much misinformation. And -hmm. that way, all of those block captains can go back to one source and then it can be accurate. And Gigi, that's one thing that I've come across people saying all the time is, what can we do? What can I do as an individual? And and this may be something that, that, you know, it may take a little time and effort, but hopefully they're willing to to, to do that for the betterment of the community. So tell our listeners how they can join LCIA. Okay, we well, can go to our website. That's uh, lakeviewcivic.org. And there's a, a button there that you can put to jo- uh, click to join. Uh, we have three membership levels. We have um, a digital, which is just online. You, you basically get the newsletter online. And then we have a print um, version, print membership, where you get the newsletter actually sent to you. We have some constituents and residents that like that hard paper. Uh, And then third, we have a business option also as well that's a little more expansive and gets you involved in some of the community events that way. Well, thank you so much for stepping up. Yeah, (laughs) and we hope to see you out on the avenue since Harrison Avenue is the place to be these days. We at Burke Brokerage and G-Force love going out into the community and meeting our neighbors. If you know anyone that you think we should interview, please let us know at Burke Brokerage. We would love that. Thank you so much.
Our podcast is available on all major platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and more. So thank you for listening to our podcast, and don't forget to subscribe.